Holy Ghost today because I had a really hectic week. And uh, was, uh, man, just praying all week, but really busy. So I believe that if we read the Bible, something will happen. Everybody say amen. Amen. Um, I, I, I did have one thought, though, because yesterday I came out of retirement and I did a wedding. And it was, it was a great, it was nice. But I'm, I'm back in retirement now. I'm not doing my wedding. <laughs> and, uh, and so I got to thinking about something. I got to thinking about the wedding feast. We'll get to that in a second. Matthew chapter 21. Jesus is having a, a I think it's 42, huh? Yeah. Is that it, double up? Yeah. Jesus is having a debate with these, uh, uh, the religious leaders, with the, uh, with the, uh, the, the heavy hitters of, of Christianity, or not Christianity, but of religious practices. He's uh, strictly talking to, uh, quote unquote, religious people. And so he's having these heavy conversations with them because they're really upset with him. And, it's, and this is what uh, Jesus finally began to say. Auntie, he says what? Jesus said to them, what? Have you never read in the scriptures? He says, you, read, you, you know the scriptures because you guys are religious leaders and you guys are the leadership of the church. So I know you've read the scriptures. Come on. The stone the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. Uh -huh. The Lord had done this and it is marvelous in our eyes. He says that it is written that the stone that this, this cornerstone, Jesus was talking about himself. You are going to reject that mm -hmm. and you're doing it right now. It's amazing how I look at the word and I go, man, uh, uh, the word says don't be this way or don't be this way or you need to be this way. And then we as we, the believers, we are that way and we are that way and we don't do it that way. When it's clear in the Bible that we should be. It's, so here it is. They're, they're rejecting the cornerstone and it's been predicted that they will reject the cornerstone. And Jesus is going... It is written that you guys are going to reject me like you're doing right now. Mm -hmm. The Bible says to make no graven images of anything on her earth or in heaven. God was specific. He said, don't even make images of anything, angels, uh, uh, Jesus, me, anything. What do we do? We make images. Yes, we do. You go to the right church and I won't mention you got to stop it now. We're not like that. You go to the right church, and you'll see statues all over the place. You go to the right church, they'll have Mary with baby Jesus sitting there in porcelain. And then God says, don't do that. Mm -hmm. And then we read it in the scripture, and then we don't care. <laughs> so, so here it is. They're looking at the Savior, the cornerstone, and he's saying that, it's written that you guys are going to reject me, and they are rejecting him. Come on. Therefore, I tell you that the kingdom of God will be taken away from you and mm -hmm. given to a people who will produce its fruit. So he's saying, listen, so that because you rejected me, the kingdom of God that was made for you is now, see, because it has to be taken away. To be taken away, it means that it was, it was given at one time. So this kingdom of God now is being taken away from you, and it's going to be given to people who I know it will produce fruit inside of them. So I'm taking it from the religious, and I'm giving it to the scourge of the earth, pretty much. And, and then, I mean, think about that. He says, listen, it's going to be taken from you. 
not because you sin, not because you're horrible people, but because you're rejecting me. All right? Because mm -hmm. they kept the laws, you know, outwardly. I mean, you know, I'm pretty sure they were upstanding citizens, but he's like, I'm going to take it away from you. It's going to be taken from you. It's going to be given to other people. Look at this next verse. Anyone who falls on the stone will be broken into pieces. Anyone on whom it falls will be crushed. He says, so listen, I, I'm gonna, if it falls on you, it's going gonna, it's gonna to crush you. If, it, if, it, if, you strip on, if you trip on that, it's going to break you. He said, man, I, you, there's no way around this. Everybody say amen to that. Come on. When the chief priests and the Pharisees heard Jesus' parables, they knew he was talking about them. So they, they went, that sucker's talking about us. Well, they, they heard him and they go, so you're saying it's going to be taken away from us. They, and here's the, I like this part. And they wanted to find a way to arrest Jesus, but they were afraid because the people were around. Mm -hmm. And they were like believing in Jesus. So they're like, we can't arrest him. It's going to be a riot. So they had, they had right to go to the, the, the Roman control uh, people at that time and say, hey, we want this guy arrested. Eventually they did. That's why, that's why Pilate arrested him. You guys know that, right? And so he's like, Man, I want to, this guy's talking about us. He's, he's saying that we're not who we think we are. He's saying that we have earned our place and status. We've earned, you earn your Christianity with merit. And we have worked our way up to the highest level of Christianity because we are the leaders of the church. And now he's saying that the kingdom is not for us. Mm -hmm. See, they were basically saying that you earn Christ. You, 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 you earn it by merit. And Jesus goes, no, you don't. Mm -hmm. All right, flip over, Matthew, go next, next chapter, Matthew 22. And then Jesus says, I'm reminded of a story. So go to 22, 1. And Jesus says, you know what? I, 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 I got a story to tell you. Go. Jesus spoke to them again in parables, saying, the kingdom of heaven is like a king who prepared a wedding banquet for his son. He says, I went to a wedding yesterday, so the kingdom of heaven is like a king who prepares this banquet for his son. Now imagine, he's a king, so this is going to be a big to-do. Everybody say amen to that. So he says, it's like, a, it's like repairing this banquet. And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, man, they got the tents up, and they got the chairs, and they got the lights, and they got the, 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 the uh, 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 caterer, and they got all this stuff. And I'm like, man, weddings cost money. Yeah, they do. And I'm sitting there going, man, they prepared all this stuff. It's, it's, it's pretty cool. And so it's, I'm thinking about, so that's a wedding on that level. So think of a king was preparing this banquet for his son. Everybody say amen again. Amen. Come on. He sent his servants to those who had been invited to the banquet to tell them now to listen, come. Now listen, this is important. He sent the servants to those who had already been invited to the banquet. So that means that I knew about this wedding a long time ago. Yes. Well, I, yeah, because I had to do it. So I, had to, I, got, I knew a, lo a long time ago. But everybody knew a long time ago. Because mm -hmm. when you get an invite, it's not saying come that day. Right, right? So it's like we got birthdays coming up and we got things. So it's like you get an invite so you know about it. Everybody say amen to that. Mm -hmm. Amen. So they got, he says, now, he sends the servants to go tell the people, now look, it's ready now. Now, it's, it's coming now. Now get ready and come. You guys knew about it. So now it's time to come. And this is what they said. But they refused to come. But they said no. So can you imagine the king 
who's now spent all this money to prepare this banquet for people to come and enjoy themselves, sends out the invites, then sends his servants out to remind them, okay, now the banquet is today, and they go, no, I'm not coming. Nobody's ever came to God without him inviting you. Amen. It's the initial invite, but then what happens is you can choose to come or not. That's right. right? But nobody comes without being invited. Amen. So sometimes, at some point in your life, you got invited to this banquet. God, God sent some kind of way. He, he sent the servant to, to, to touch your heart, to get you thinking about coming to the Lord. So think about times you went to church and you didn't come to the Lord. You, you said, I've been invited, but I'm not coming. People a lot of times think that, wait a minute, you ever heard this? Well, I'm going to come to God as soon as I get my act together. Mm-hmm. And I go, that's stupid. You can't get your act together. Without God, how can you get your act together? Right. Or people go, I'm going to come to the Lord after I finish having fun a little bit. You know, I've heard crazy stuff like that. I'm going to come to God later. When I, you know, when I get a little older, I come to the Lord. And my thinking is, you know what? The grace and the mercy won't be there. Mm-hmm. You can only come to the banquet on the day of the banquet. That's right. That's right. The day you get invited is the only day you can come. So when people say, I'm going to come to the Lord later, you have to go, man, no, you won't. It's not going to be a banquet later. The time to come is now. Because mm-hmm. no one comes without being invited, and I'm inviting, and you're saying no. So here's the king. After that, I see, what does he do? Then he sent some more servants and said, Tell those who have been invited that I have prepared my dinner. My oxen and fattened cattle have been butchered, and Uh everything is ready. He says, Auntie, he says, listen, okay, I'm going to send some more servants. Would you go remind them that I've prepared all this stuff, I've killed the, they they had a pig in a roaster yesterday, and the head was still in there. And I go, the head is still in there. And the guy picks it up and goes, yeah, see? I'm like, that's so gross. (laughs) I don't want to eat no animal that's looking at me. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm thinking, they went through all this trouble, and then this is why every man should at least have one suit. Because it's respect. Amen. If people go out of the way to prepare some banquet for you, don't come walking in there looking like a bum. See, because they spent a lot of money, so the king is saying, man, I'm I've butchered, I've done everything. Go remind them, go tell them it's ready now. I spent all this money. Go, okay, they told you no, go back and tell them I've killed every, I've got the food ready, I got it all set, tell them to come. Next verse. But they paid no attention and went off, one to his field, another to his business. But they went, no, I'm busy, but you got invited months ago. Hmm. And you're busy. Busy with what? Just life. Look at it. One went off to his field. The other one went off to his business. They're they're saying, you know what, this stuff I'm doing is way more important than your little banquet. Mm -hmm. Even though you spent all that money now. Mm -hmm. You know, what's scary is you you, you prepare this this magnificent banquet thing and you you invite people and you have to pay for the people to eat and they don't come. For whatever reason, they were busy or whatever. He's saying, man, they, they, they're busy. They paid no attention to what his servant said. They went off to do their business. Next verse. 
the rest seized his servants, mistreated them, and killed them. And then not only that, they, they, some of them had animosity towards the king, and they went, listen, because you keep talking to me about it, get him and we're going to kill the servant. Because mm. you, you come and I told you no the first time, now you're back again, now I'm upset. You ever try to tell somebody about God and they get upset with you? Uh-huh. I mean, they just, they get bent out of shape because you're just talking... Man, what's, why are you so why are you so hostile? I was just I don't want to hear that God stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. They they get they get hostility towards you. They they Jesus says, man, they killed the servants when they came back. Some of them were so angry, had so much animosity at the king that they killed the servants. Mm. I'm going somewhere with this. Next verse. The king was enraged. He sent his army and destroyed those murderers and burned their and burned city. Burned the city. Okay, I'm not mad at the king. Next verse. Then he said to his servants, the wedding banquet is ready, but those I invited did not deserve they to now come. They no longer deserve to come because they're too busy for me because life is more important than my banquet that I told them about ahead of time. And then they got upset and they killed some of my servants. They don't deserve to come, to come anymore. Next verse. So go to the street corners and invite to the banquet anyone you find. So just go get anybody you can find. Because I got all this stuff prepared and it's not going to go to waste. So just go out on the street and just start yelling, hey, come to this banquet. Everybody come. Yes. What Jesus is saying here, because remember, he's talking to the Pharisees who think you earn Christianity you, or you earn salvation. You, you, you do it by merit. You do it by how you act and what you wear and how you, how you are. And he says that Jesus running right into that and saying, no, I'll take, I'll take anybody. Yes. You no longer deserve that because you're, you're, your own merit, you're no longer grateful. Mm-hmm. So you know what it was? The people that he invited were people who were doing pretty well in life. So you know what they were saying? Um, yeah, I know it's the king's banquet, but I'll be invited to more. Hmm. It was no big deal because they were the well-to-do. They were the ones who probably hung out around the king already. So they were like, nah, I don't want to go to that. I mean... I got my own stuff going on. I got my own big house. I got my own things I got going on. Mm-hmm. All right? So he goes, man, okay, now these people on the street, go get them. Anybody you can find. Next verse. So the servants went out into the streets and gathered all the people they could find. And listen, auntie, they got good people and bad people as well. Yes. <laughs> and then the wedding hall was filled. He says, listen, go out and just get anybody. Mm-hmm. Those who are good, bad, moral, not Rich, poor, black, white, I don't care what they are, go get them and bring them in. Go get them. That runs right into that conservative thought of Christianity. When people go, I vote Republican because all Republicans are Christian. Because they represent the Christian thought. Really? Hmm. Well, here's Jesus going, I take everybody. Everybody. Good people, bad people, bring them on in. So it runs right into that for people who say, no, it's the select way you need to be or you won't achieve Christ. You have to dress a certain way. You have to be a certain way. You have to wear a certain amount of makeup. You can't wear a certain amount of jewelry. It runs right into that. It just smashes that and says, no, whosoever will, let them come. Let them come. But, because Jesus isn't, he isn't liberal either. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we like to put Jesus in these boxes of, uh, and we like to put God in these boxes of 
liberal or conservatism. No, they're not either. I'm going to show you why in a minute. Next verse. But when the king came in to see the guests, he noticed a man there who was not wearing wedding he clothes. He noticed a man that was not wearing wedding clothes. Now, listen. Jesus said that the king said anybody can come, go out there and get them and bring them in. Mm -hmm. And then they do that on the same day of the wedding. And then he notices a man not wearing wedding clothes. And I'm like, okay, they didn't have time to go home and put on wedding clothes. Mm -hmm. they, they didn't have any. You went and got him. He says, go out on the street and fill this hall right now. Mm -hmm. So it was like, they, and, they, and they probably got people who never, who didn't even have wedding clothes, because I'm sure they got the beggars and the people in the street that were poor. And I'm like, so now the king is going, you don't have any wedding clothes. Next verse. He asked, how did you get in here without wedding clothes, friend? He says, my friend, how did you get in here without wedding clothes? And this phrase right here, it says, the man was speechless. It's the key to all of this. I'm going to tell you why. Because they didn't have time to get on wedding clothes, the king had provided wedding clothes. When they came to the door, because somebody's got to pay. So the king paid a great price, because not only did he supply the banquet, he also supplied the wedding clothes. Okay. So when everybody got invited, they didn't have time to run home and get clothes, so the, the servants went, no, just come and we'll clothe you. All right. And so this, he, said, he sees this man who doesn't have him on, because you know what it says? It says, I'm okay the way I am. It's disrespectful. Okay. So think about it. Jesus goes, no, whosoever will let them come, go out the street, get good people and bad and bring them. So the conservatives say, you know, uh, uh, that's not right. You can't just have anybody. But then the liberals go, well, no, I can come any way I want. Or those, you know, the spiritual people. I'm spiritual. You know what spiritual people, they're saying that I believe it's a God and I believe it's something higher, but I can, I can do it my way, though. I don't have to do it that way. I, I don't have to do it the way that God says. I do it my own way. This, and this guy's speechlessness, he didn't say, well, I didn't have time to go home to get my clothes. Because they were already provided, he just didn't put them on. Mm. Wow. So the king is going, you can't come in here any kind of way. But wait a minute, Jesus says that I can come however I am. Yes, and then I'll clothe you with righteousness at the door. Yes. See, because I am a king, and you can't just walk in here looking like that. You're not righteous. And you know what? Here's the beauty of it. You don't even have to pay for the new suit. I will clothe you. I'll clothe you with my righteousness. But if you don't take it, it's disrespectful. You can't walk around in here like that. So the man was speechless because he didn't have an excuse. He couldn't say, hey, I don't have any wedding clothes. Or he couldn't say, I didn't have time to go home and get clothes. No, I had, I had to pick out something for you. Hallelujah. Yes, Jesus. You should have put that on at the door. You can't just walk in here. You can't do this thing your way. I know you're good, you're bad, you're poor, you're rich. I don't care how you come. But when you come, I clothe you with my righteousness. Yes. So, so much for the liberals who say, no, you can be any kind of way you want. 
So, so Jesus threads the needle in that. He, he's like, I'm not conservative, I'm not liberal. Mm -hmm. I'm holy. Yes. On to the next verse. Then the king told the attendants, tie him hand and foot and throw him outside into the darkness where there will be weeping so and gnashing of teeth. Get him out of here. Now it's this king who just invited everybody, good people and bad. And he didn't throw them out. But because this guy refused to put on the outfit, saying that, no, just the way I am is good enough. He says he gathers them up and they toss him out the door like they bum rushed him out the, out the place. Jesus is saying that you guys think that you earn this thing by merit. It's totally by grace because somebody has to pay for the penalty of sin. Here's the beauty of it. My father is paying a great price because yeah. you're not worthy. He's taking in good people and bad people, but he takes them in. He clothes them himself. He cleans them up. He washes them clean. He puts on new clothes. So when people say, I got to get myself together, you can't. When they say, hey, I'm going to come later, it's not going to be a, a banquet later. Mm -hmm. You can't just show up on a banquet Wednesday and it's not till Saturday. It won't be any grace to let you in. Yes. Next verse. For many are invited, but few are chosen. He said, because you listen, I invite everybody. But it's only a few people that are chosen. If you really look at that, it should give you a great sense of gratitude. Think about this. I remember one time, man, I was in New York. I was in Manhattan. Me and a friend of mine, we went to, we went to New York. And when we, when we got there, we walked into the Plaza Hotel. Now, I'm a bougie kind of guy. <laughs> I really am. I'll admit it. Chris, don't say anything. And, and, and I remember walking into the, the, the Plaza Hotel, and I went, wow, it is very impressive. I've been in some, a lot of nice hotels. I've never been in nothing like the Plaza. You walk in, and you actually kind of go, wow, I don't really belong here. And you know, you, uh, I'm never just out of whack, you know, but I, I'm like, I'm underdressed. It's like, man, look at these people in here. It's like, man, look at that chandelier. <laughs> you know, they got the people at the doors with the uniforms, and I mean, it's a nice place. And I went, man, this is nice. This is, I don't belong here. How did I get here? It's a, you can just sit, think about it. I'm sure that the, the people that they invited there, they cheered at every course that was bought out. Mm -hmm. I'm sure they sat it down and they went, this is for me. I was out begging money an hour ago and now I'm eating at the king's table. But the people who are saying, uh, I've been in those parties before, they have no gratitude. Mm -hmm. They would not have, you ever been in a, a, a and it happened yesterday, <laughs> but you ever been to a dinner or a banquet or a wedding or something, and they started to bring the food out, and the people next to you start complaining? Oh, man, look, at, I don't want this. No gratitude. 
I remember, man, at, at work, Kimberly, they do, we would always do a proper share in lunch. And, and, and they would bring in dinner. They not only give us checks, a bonus, which most people didn't deserve, but they also fed people. What do people do? Complain. It's like we, 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 we've earned, we deserve this. You don't deserve anything. I'm, I'm sure that everybody that they invited in, the good and the bad, came in and saw the generosity of the king, and they went, wow, this is so great. Mm -hmm. I don't belong here. Mm -hmm. You were chosen. I know you were on the street begging for change an hour ago, but now you're at the king's table. I know you're the scourge of the town and people don't like you, but now you're at the king's table. I know you're not the prettiest, but now you're at the king's table with new clothes on. It should give us this great sense of gratitude. Lord, I don't belong here. The Pharisees went and they went, hey, I'm better than them because I'm here. I deserve to be here. Amen, baby. Babies love me. You guys don't, but the babies do. <laughs> You, you, I, I deserve this. This is what's owed to me, and if it's not right, I'm going to complain. <laughs> but those of us who come in who were begging an hour ago, those of us that come in that were lost a week ago, those that come in and their life is falling apart, every serving they bring out, you go, this is, wow. I'm sure they brought out courses, right? When, I'm over, when you go overseas, you go over to Europe, they feed you in courses. So they bring out this plate with this little thing on it, and you go, what is this? This ain't going to fill me up. And then they go, that's just the first course. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. I'm not from here, you know? <laughs> See, in America, because we're fat and greedy and we like everything fast, they bring you a big old plate like that full of stuff. In Europe, they don't do that. They bring you this first, then they bring you soup, then they bring you salad, then they bring you your, your little course, then they bring your dessert. And it's all small, but when you get done, you're actually full. Mm -hmm. In America, we just go, <laughs> and we just go, oh, no, 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 look at this, it's so much, it's so much. Major pain, major pain. <laughs> so I'm sure they were sitting there at every course going, this is amazing. They're looking around like, hey, that's the, the janitor over there. That's the teacher over there. That, see, these aren't people who normally would be in the king's hall. People that would normally be in the king's hall was off doing their own thing, and God says, you're no longer worthy. I'm taking it from you because you believe you're good enough. And I'm giving it to the people who would appreciate it. Mm -hmm. I came for whoever comes, but when you come, you have to be clothed with my righteousness. See, a lot of people are invited, but they don't come. Mm -hmm. They say they're going to come. They come to church, but they don't give their life to the Lord. See, people don't want a Savior. They want someone to answer their prayers. Mm -hmm. People don't want a Lord. They want somebody to run to in times of trouble. Mm -hmm. But you got to remember, it's a package. He's, he is to answer your prayer, and he is the one who you can run to in times of trouble, but he is your Lord. See, that's the part that we don't like. Yes. See, because I want to be able to do what I want to do and just come to you like Santa Claus. And he goes, no, for everybody who thinks I'm so liberal and I just allow everything and everything's okay, it's not okay. Not okay. 
I am, don't put me in boxes of conservative or liberal thoughts. Because the conservatives believe you have to be a certain way, your house has to be a certain way, you have to fly a certain flag on your pole at home, you have to put a certain thing on your bumper stick on your vehicle, or you're not Christian, and then the liberals think, oh, you can do whatever you want, just be however you want to be. Just, no, don't let anybody judge you. And Jesus goes, I'm neither one of those. Mm -hmm. And you're not either. I'm not saying you don't vote. Or vote however way you feel like you need to vote based on the, the thoughts and the, the direction of the country that you would desire. But always be Christian. Always. Not because you're Republican. Or not because you're Democratic in thinking. So Jesus smashes it. In this story, he goes, for all of you who think you can earn this by your merit, Bring in the good people and the bad people, the bums and everybody. But for all of you who think that you can just be a bum and be bad and, and not obey anything, just be however you are, how did you get in here without putting these clothes on? The king clothed them at the door. Paid a great price for that banquet. So here's Jesus going, my father has paid a, paid a great price for us to enter into the kingdom. And then he sends out the invites. Because you can't come unless you're invited. And then some say I don't want it. So maybe now we can adjust our prayers a little bit. And we can go wait a minute. Uh, Lord. Draw them. Because somebody. Some kind of way the Holy Spirit. Drew you. Amen, amen. Let me tell you something, that, and it's going to trip you up a bit. I was telling, I was telling, I was talking to Mike and Vicky about it in the back. None of you came to the Lord because you got it together and you figured it out. Right. It was all because the Lord drew you. Mm -hmm. The Lord actually grabbed you by your elbow and was like, come on, come on, come on. You, you didn't figure it out. You didn't, you didn't come to yourself. You didn't. Get, get yourself together. He, he some kind of way and saw something inside of you that he wanted. And he goes, okay, listen, I'm going to, come on, come on, come closer to the fire, closer to the, come closer to the word. Cause, and then you start to think about it and you're like, man, why am I thinking about God so much? And then, and then you're like, man, and then all of a sudden it goes, blam, and the door opens up and the banquet hall is there. And you go, man, I'm so grateful that you put all this out at this expense. When I don't even deserve to be here. I'm in the Plaza Hotel. I shouldn't be here. Here I'm one of the bougiest guys you'll ever know. And I'm like, this is above me. And they're like, come on, sir. You want to you have lunch? I'm like, How much is it? It's kind of expensive in here. You know what? Yeah, I want lunch. And I'm sitting there. And we're sitting there. And it's all in this grand place. And they're bringing our stuff. And I'm like, this is real. I'm holding my composure trying to be cool like I belong. But I'm thinking, this is amazing. Oh, you see this? <laughs> this is, we go to the Sheraton. We don't go to the. <laughs> I hang out at Hyatt's. I don't hang out here. And they're like, sir, anything else we can get you? Why, yes. <laughs> and they go away. I don't think I deserve it. I think, wow, this is really cool. But I'm not saying it out loud. I'm, I'm, I'm being cool. <laughs> 
That's what it's like when you come to the kingdom of God. That's what it's like when God really touches your heart. You get this great sense of gratitude. How can you really tell a Christian, yeah, he keeps your commandment, he has love for the brethren. But you know another way? You can tell by their excitement, their gratitude. Are you really grateful? Do you feel like you belong in that hall? Because, you know, I go to church because I pray, because I'm not that bad. You, you think you belong there? Or are you, are you still the person that was on the street who now is sitting at the king's table? Eating the king's banquet, going, man, this is wearing the king's new suit that he gave you. This is really nice. No way I can afford this on my own. He paid it with great price. Somebody had to pay for sin. And Jesus is saying, my father, hallelujah, somebody, Jesus. paid everything. The banking hall was filled with people that he stripped them of their old stuff, put on new stuff, gave them the banquet of their lives. While the people who have earned certain status and the people who, who, you know, are used to being around the king, he took it from now. He says they're no longer worthy to come. Amen. So now when you pray for your people who you've been trying to reach, maybe adjust the prayer a little bit and say, Lord, would you please touch them? Would you please draw them? See, Lord, you had to draw me, so, Lord, there's something stopping them from making their way to the front. Can you eliminate that in Jesus' name? Can you allow this? Lord, can you grab them by the elbow and literally kind of nudge them to, can you, or what you're saying is, can you choose them? And then when you feel like you've been chosen, it's this great sense of, not I'm better, because I got chosen, you weren't. I got revelation that you don't. I understand, and you're, you don't understand. It's not that. It's this great sense of, Lord, I thank you that you chose me to be your son. You chose me before the foundation of the world. That's what the Bible says. Mm -hmm. You knew in my heart that I would choose you, so you chose me first. And I just accepted the invitation, that's all. So, Lord, give them an invitation. Because nobody gets a chance to reject you or come without an invitation. Amen. So, Lord, get them to the banquet. Maybe that's how we need to pray now. Lord, get my brother to the banquet. Get my friend to the banquet. Get my father to the banquet. Draw them because, Lord, you got to, could you please call them? Many are called. And Lord, can you choose them? Because you chose me, and I didn't deserve it. I still, I still don't deserve it. I know a little bit of Bible. I've been walking this thing for a long time. I preached all over the world. And I still don't deserve I'm still lucky to be here. So Jesus caps it with the 
I'll invite anybody, but only a few people. God really drew them here. He that has an ear, let them hear. Jesus put the word out to everybody, put the invite out to everyone. Many are called, but only a few of you are going to get this. Need to start praying that your loved ones get it. Need to start praying that the Lord would draw them near. Need to start praying that all the things that are stopping them from seeing will begin to come down. You need to hope, Lord, I hope they're invited. Jesus. Hardest thing about preparing weddings and all that crap is who to invite. Because you want to invite them or you don't want to insult them. I'd be like, forget that, it costs money. I'm going to invite who I want. But I mean, think about it, it's difficult. It's like, man, okay, well, you can't invite Aunt Karen without inviting Aunt Sally, who I don't like. And then what do you do? Then you pay. You pay for them. Mm -hmm. Everybody say amen now. Amen. So, but you, you realize they won't come unless they're invited. So you got to pray that the Lord invite them. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. Lord invite you. The whole time you're working next to your friend, Lord, invite her. Invite her, Lord, invite her. The whole time, every time you talk to your friend that's, that's out there and won't listen, Lord, invite her, invite her. Because there's no way they'll come without the invitation. You have been invited to a banquet and now you're sitting at the king's hall, eating at the king's table, wearing the king's righteousness. Are you grateful? Or do you belong here? Come on up. Man, I done fought more battles. I done preached more Bible. And man, I still, part of me is still that little dude who just, just don't care about nothing. I, 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 I'm, I'm, still, I'm still at the Plaza Hotel going, I don't belong here. I'm just... How did I even get here? I'm grateful that I know the Lord today. I'm grateful. I'm not, I don't feel like I'm better than anybody at all. Remember, remember, remember they told Jesus told the parable, the one Pharisee was with the, the other man who was a sinner, and he says, look, I do all the religious things. I'm way better than him. And Jesus said that the sinner just goes, I'm a sinner. And Jesus said, he's better off. You do all the religious things well. And you, and, you, and you present this great conservative way of living. But this guy is way better off. So yes, God puts on his righteousness. And yes, you begin to walk in that. Yes, you begin to maintain your holiness. And yes, you begin to hold your head up higher because now the Lord is with you and Yes, you have more confidence, and yes, you feel better about yourself, and yes, you don't take what people say about you anymore. Yes, you are strong, but yet and still, we're still guests at the king's table, and none of us belong there. And he's put us on these different kind of clothes, man, and he made us feel special. He did that. So how grateful are we? 
it gives you another sense of gratitude. Lord, I'm so thankful. Or what? That you woke me up. I was asleep. You woke me up. A dead, a, 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 lie, a dead person doesn't go, hey, I think I'm dying. And then a, a, a person that's already dead doesn't go, I think I'm alive. It me, meaning, you can't say that you're dead if you're speaking. Something has you alive. Something woke you up. Something made you alive. And then you, you saw the revelation that Jesus actually died for you. And then it fought through all of your sin, all of your history, all your hereditary nonsense, all of your, your doctrinal thinking and all of your denominational thoughts. It fought through all of that and then the light came on and you went, whoa, look at that. Wait a minute, Lord, you're trying to tell me I never could have earned heaven? And then the light comes on and he goes, no, the only way to come is through me. And then you go, whoa, I, just, I thought that if I said my prayers and ate my vitamins, I'd be okay. And he goes, no. I know you've been taught that. That's not the way. I am the way. Come to the king's table. Come on. You're all invited. Come on in. Come on in. Wait. Give them the new clothing. Give them the, they can't just come. Give them the right clothes and then come on in and just sit. Good people, bad people. See, that gives us hope because I feel like I'm bad. And I still got invited. Now, I'm going to shut up, but how grateful are you? Do you just belong here? You go to Wendy's, you don't feel special. <laughs> and you notice how commercials, the hamburger is always that big. But then you get it, it's like that. And you sit there and look sorry, eat your little hamburger. You go to Applebee's, you don't feel special. But man, if you go down to Texas, Brazil, or, 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 you, or you go to, 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 to the Whitney Hall, Somewhere like, or you go to, to, the, to, to Root Chris Steakhouse or somewhere, you, you kind of feel a little different. This is another level. Come to the king's table. Tell your friends to come to the king's table. Tell your family to come to, come to the king's table. But listen, you got to put on the right clothes. But don't worry, he's already provided them. It's a perfect, it's a perfect invite. Everybody say amen to that. Lord, I thank you and praise you, Lord, for the day and your word today. I pray, oh God, is with, with, with gratefulness actually saying, Lord, we thank you for touching our hearts, Lord. We thank you and praise you that we were all once lost. And now you found us. We didn't find ourselves. We didn't find you. You weren't lost. We were lost. So, so Lord, we thank you and praise you that you've guided us to you. You've opened our eyes and Lord, still, though we may fail and we may sin and all those things, Lord, we thank you and praise you. You, you never took your clothes off, but we're still clothed with your righteousness. So, Lord, we ask and pray today that you will just continue to receive us into your hall. And we pray for the loved ones and the people that we care about. And we say, Lord, could you please invite them? Can you please help them to see what you helped us to see? Can you please, hallelujah, nudge them towards you, God? Can you please... Allow the Holy Spirit to begin to, to engulf them and to get, 
begin to lift them up so they can see where you are, see what you're about, see how this works. At one time, I didn't get it either. So, Lord, I pray in Jesus' name that you help our people that we care about, help the ones that we've been talking to forever, help our family members and help our friends that just don't understand. Help them to see that they have an invite. So we pray that they will receive that invite. So Lord, I know the time is getting late. I, I see this world just spinning in the darkness. I see we snowballing to the end of this thing. I, Lord, I, I got a thought that my son probably won't even grow old. The world won't be here. So Lord, we need to move quickly. So that means, Lord, let your spirit reign. Let it rest on the people. Lord, it, was, it looks so dark out there, but there's still light. It looks so bleak, but Lord, there's still hope. So Lord, be God in our lives, but be a savior to those that are lost. And we pray that in Jesus' name. Amen.